This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. set things up that that uh, um, that um, the ministry uh, would increase uh, to the degree that uh, the blessing would flow in a greater measure uh, and it's just it just keeps going just like a snowball amen and uh, there are <clears throat> and we and, and we need that don't we you know, uh, this city needs that. The community at large uh, uh, needs that. There's nothing uh, more important to God than the centerpiece of uh, his kingdom, which is the church. Jesus said, I will build my church. Why? And that church, now listen, the church, the word for church is ecclesia. It's not a Hebrew word. It's a Greek word that he specifically chose, that the people that he was ministering to when he said that in Matthew the 18th chapter <clears throat> he said that knowing that uh they would understand it actually is translated the uh the uh ruling political party I will build my church and the church will be the ruling political party of the kingdom of God it's a one party system actually it's a two party system I mean, you can go the devil's party if you want but Amen. <clears throat> How many of you know God would, God, uh, God has the good of uh, of His people uh, and His subjects in mind. I mean, God's good to all. God's not in the business of climbing over top of folks on His way up the ladder. Pile. Amen. So there, it, you can't corrupt Him. You can't buy Him. You can't corrupt Him. You know, he doesn't have another agenda. You and I are the agenda and his love for us. That's it. Amen. Not so much all this other stuff. But anyway, uh, in the kingdom, uh, as, <clears throat> and I really don't want to teach on that tonight, but I will to a little bit before we get into this. Uh, in the kingdom, um, you'll you'll find it throughout the uh the Old Testament and the New Testament, one, one fulfills the other, completes the other. Amen. Let me put it to you this way, very simple terms. If I have, uh, um, if I have a $50 bill and I add to it uh, another 50 and exchange that f- for 100 uh, within the hundred, I've still got the original fifty. If I take that fifty away, I don't have a hundred. I only have fifty. So the Old Testament and the New Testament go together. They really do. Amen. One doesn't cancel the other one out. They go together. You'll see through the whole uh, whole New Testament. That's number one. Where was Jesus preaching out of? The old, the old covenant. He had a copy of the books. All right? 
uh, and uh, and so did uh, Paul and Peter and James and John. There's all quotations through the New Testament in reference to the Old Testament. Amen. And Jesus said that. He goes, don't think I didn't come to do away with it. I came to fulfill it. He goes, not one little, not one crossing of the T, not one dotting of the I will pass away is simply fulfilled. Amen. So it takes both. And God speaks to us still out of both. Now, there are certain things that are fulfilled. Aren't you glad you didn't have to bring a lamb or an ox or a goat or a turtle dove? Or, you know, most of you might not know, know uh, uh, where to g- get some of the stuff that was required. <laughs> Amen. Walmart might be out of oil. <clears throat> or flour or whatever. But, you know, thank God for all of that. They were types and shadows. that They were tokens, if you will, of what was to come. But Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, so all other sacrifice uh, is not necessary except for the, what it represented, a yielded heart of obedience to God, willingness and obedience to God. Amen. That's what we bring him. All right. <clears throat> so I said all that to say this, simply, uh, you know, the, the, um, the support of the house of God and the workers in uh, the house of God, that as, you know, God called the nation many times on the carpet simply because they put their own houses before the house of God. And he said, now listen, if you'll put my house first, Seek first the kingdom. He goes, I'm going I'm to give you the kingdom and all this other stuff that everybody's clamoring for. He goes, I'm going to supernaturally, you know, bless and provide. And he goes, you're going to have more than enough, but not while that's the object instead of me. You see what I'm saying? When we put the house first, you know, the work of God, the, the uh, you know, and the work of God is the church. Expand, you know, uh, enlarging the family. Adding to the family. Amen. Uh, that more and more and more people have the opportunity to hear and to see the revelation of who Jesus really is. It's that simple. It doesn't need to get complicated. Uh, but Jesus, is, Jesus gave the example of, of, you know, he said, now listen. He said, in the kingdom, he goes, it's just not that way here. He goes, We're, it's about serving one another, loving one uh, another, and working towards, you know, uh, uh, the common good of the family of God. Now, there are going to be different responsibilities within the family. You know, I mean, there are according to, and we don't get to set those responsibilities. We're all responsible to God. Amen. To be a witness for Him, to live before Him, holy and, you know, honorable lives that, that our heart is to glorify Him. Let me say this uh, too. Now, I never want to send the message because I don't believe this in this house. I can't, you know, how could I require that uh, in any way or send the message that you have to be perfect, all right, to be part of this house or to, or to do anything for God or to, you know, boy, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to quit right now because that just isn't going to work. I don't qualify. 
Never have, never will. Amen. Our qualification is from God by the mercy and grace of God. And we are what we are by the grace of God. Are you listening? But we will be responsible to respond to his ability to make us and mold us and shape us into how he wants us to be. Isn't that right? He, he said this about things. He said, he said, listen, if you're a fork, don't want to be a spoon. Dear God in heaven, don't want to be a spoon. Just be a good fork. He didn't say that. No, he really didn't. He said, he said if you're an ear, don't want to be an eye. And if you're an eye, why argue about why? Because you ain't the little toe. See, he goes, he goes there, every part is important. And God put every one of us together as it pleased him. And really, if you find out what, who God has made you to be and how God meant you to be and what God has for you to be, you sure wouldn't want to be anybody else. You'd be less than you, you know, how God, and, and, and not be glorifying God if you wanted to be, if you always wanted to be somebody else. There are, it can be the holidays, it can be all time. It's, it, there, there will always be the things... Uh, life is challenging and there will always be the things that either compete with God or they complement that relationship with God. And, and, and we have to balance them out, you know. The stuff that competes, I mean truly competes, begins to draw our attention, begins to take away our time, begins to rob us of seeking first the kingdom, keeping that priority in our life. And I'm really not talking about, you know, the priority in your life is probably your husband or your wife, then your children, you know. But how many, you know, spend as much, get to spend as much time with your husband or, or, or wife or even your family as you do on your job. Yet to, to you know, to take care of your family, you have to work a job. It's very challenging today to keep the balance and everything, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, so I always like to, you know, uh, I like to have the bedrock of of my why. I always need to know why. You know, that's my fallback. Why, uh, you know, why should I do what they say I should do? Why, why would I do, you know? Uh, why am I doing what I'm doing? Well, for me, uh, you know, for the most part, folks, I'm going to tell you, you know, the, the commitment to uh, Sunday, the commitment to Wednesday night, uh, the commitment to Bible reading, you know, and personal time, prayer time, the commitment, those things come out of a commitment to the Word of God because uh for me, the revelation and the understanding is this. God, how I, my connection with God is by his word. See, he, he didn't say, son, attend to all this other stuff. He said, attend to my word. See, you know, a church should be a place that facilitates. It's a place where we hear the word, what God is saying. Whether that's on a Sunday morning or, and and the church that you belong to, you know now, you know, and it, you know, the commitment is both is both ways, but it should be around the Word of God. Now, 
you know, we don't have church seven days a week here. We are the church seven days a week, but we don't have church seven days a week, you know, because there's a delicate balance between, you know, our spiritual life and the natural lives that we're living out here spiritually, okay? You know, nobody, I'm not going to spend 24 hours a day over here, seven days a week. You know, you're going to get weirded out, man. You're just going to be weird if all you ever do is just church, 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 church. And you're going to be worse weird if you never do any church at all. Amen. It's a happy medium in the thing. And, you know, I've tried to go from Sunday uh, to Sunday. I've just always needed a little, you know, kicking the britches in the middle of the week. That just works for me. I understand now in today's society that maybe not so much for other folks. They're good, you know. Uh, that's that's okay, you know. Uh, um, but uh, at the same time, you know, we would try to find a happy uh, medium and a balance. And how would you know what, what the balance uh, would be? Well, the same way you know how much fuel you need in your gas tank, you know. I mean, if the thing's always spitting and sputtering and it runs out 100 yards from where you needed to be, isn't that right? You know, maybe the $2 you put in, you ought to up it to 5 You make it the extra 100 yards, put $5 more in, and, you know, I mean, you're good to go. As long as it's getting you where you're going, you're making progress. As long as, as uh, you know, you're coming forward where things are concerned. Amen? You know, but... Uh, you know, and every time God, uh, there's availability, you know, the, what, the life that God has put together for us, uh, the frustration that God had with the children of Israel in the wilderness, he said, man, he said, they will not trust me and will not believe me enough to obey me. He goes, how are they ever going to get to where I am, where I'm taking them, where I want to bring them? He wanted to bring them into, he, he didn't just want to bring them out of uh, Egypt. He didn't want to keep them in the wilderness. He wanted to bring them into a rich and a glorious and a wonderful uh, uh, place where they would enjoy him more and he would enjoy them fully. Yes. Are you listening? But you've got to take the trip with God. Amen. Amen. So if our lives kind of stagnate, you know, they just keep running in the same circles here. We're not growing, we're not going. And it, and it works out. If we're not going, you know, uh, around with the Word, then we're not going to be growing. Amen. All right? So let's look at some things that Amplify Bible Psalms 119. Just to, to me, it's just, you know, I like to shore up. Uh, my why every once in a while. I'll go back and check my foundation. Just, you know, <clears throat> just make sure that, that uh, you know, it's still intact. Because, you know, I'm going to tell you what, now we ran ragged, it seems like, you know, uh, uh, you know, yesterday and today, the days are full of activities, things that have to be done and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, it would be easy to say, man, oh man, you know, I wish I didn't have church tonight. <coughs> I said it would be easy to say that. I've learned not to say that. 
Amen. I've had to fight those things too because it's not, now it's like a discipline. You know, it's just what you do. And, and, and you're glad that you do. It's kind of like going to the gym, you know, and, and doing what you need to, uh, you need to do. You're glad you did it, but sometimes it's like, oh my God, you know, I just don't have time for that. I don't feel like doing it, this and that. But when you do, you're glad you did it because you have the good results from it. Can you see me smiling? I'm happy. Are you happy today? <laughs> All right, let's Psalm 119, verse 11. Amplify Bible. <clears throat> well, I'm in the wrong thing. Not verse 11. Hold on just a second. I need to come forward here. One, verse 105. Amplify Bible. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now, I just want you to listen to this out of the Message Bible. It says, by your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Remember, we're, we're walking in a world of darkness. The path is dark outside of the light. It's only the word that shines light on the path to let us know. You know, have, how many, have you ever, uh, you know, have you ever either in the woods or, you, you know, God forbid, you know, the mall. Go to the mall. And it's kind of like, you know, have I, have I been here before? I'm trying to find the exit. I'm just, <laughs> it's just store after store after store. Shoes after shoes after shoes. Clearance rack after clearance rack after clearance rack. I, I swear all I want to do is find out how to get out of here. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. By your words I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Listen to the Passion Bible. It says, Truth's shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. The revelation of your word makes my pathway clear. God's word will guide us in our choices and our decisions. And you know, I'm going to say something about success in life really can be boiled down to, you only have to be successful with today, this one, just this one, and repeat that for 120 years. 120 years worth. You'll, you'll have lived a good life if you can lay down at night and say, you know what, uh, the day was full, the day included God. God was first. God, God was in on everything. I kept checking with him, making sure, you know, uh, uh, is, you know the compass is, is it, no matter, you know, even if they're little swerves, stuff like that, you just keep checking, am I, am I, am I headed towards where God wants me to, where I want to go? Amen? Psalms 119, verse 130, it says, The entrance and unfolding of your words give light. This is the Amplified Bible. Their unfolding gives understanding, discernment, and comprehension to the simple. Let me say something about the, you know, unfolding. There are things that God packages, you know, uh, and... You know, it's it's not all the wrappings and the, you know, and the trappings of uh, the package. You know, it's it's what he put inside. Amen. 
But, you know, it's, it's sometimes the word that just surface is like, you know, all you see is just the outside thing. You just see, you know, what, it's, what it appears to be in package in, but it's when you unfold when the, when, through lives of, of willingness and obedience and looking at it, you know, to see what's in there and digging a little bit deeper in prayer and pressing into the Word of God that you realize, man, there are keys in there. There are keys for my life, you know. Don't get stopped. It says the unfolding of the Word. God, God will seed us <coughs> with the ultimate seed of His Word, but then it has to be planted in a good heart. It has to be taken care of. It has to be prayed over. And it's as simple as, man, I wonder what that means. I wonder what, you know, uh, that caught my attention. I wonder what the... I wonder what God was trying to say. I know, you know, I mean, it really spoke to my heart. But what does that mean? How does that apply in my life right here and right now? And in keeping with where, you know, where I'm desiring to go. And what I believe God wants to do with me. You're real quiet. That's good. You're you're eating right now. That's good. All right. <clears throat> the unfolding gives their unfolding gives understanding discernment discernment it's just knowing the difference between truth and error between light and dark between what comes from god what comes from the devil between just knowing the difference amen that's discernment knowing the difference because there are differences all right uh, that need to be discerned known amen you know I mean, you know, oh, man, I got pain right here. I wonder what that is. Well, you better, you better know the difference. The devil will say, that's a heart attack. You got heart trouble. And God will say, you probably just drank your coffee too fast with the Twinkie. Well, my heart's racing. Yeah, it's the stuff in the Twinkie and the caffeine. You're having a reaction. The devil says, no, that's a heart attack. It's like, I, I tell you what, I am never going to have a heart attack. Amen. Never going to have a stroke. Right. Not going to have this, not going to have that. Whatever the devil says I'm going to have, it's like, no, I'm not. I answer that. I, there are certain things that you cannot allow that reasoning and that argument to exalt itself against the knowledge of God because the knowledge of God says, I will live and not die. I'm going to declare the glory of God 120 years, long and strong. There are certain things that I may not, God's going to close my eyes. I'm going to be gathered to my people. Hallelujah. Well and whole. Old man. Well, why would you say that? Because... I believe that, and that's what the Word teaches. And I, I would rather agree with God than agree with all the other stuff. Well, the pain is real. I don't doubt that, you know. I mean, if I poke you with a stick, it's going to be real, sugar. Amen? But I'm going to tell you something that's more real. Take the tip of this sword and poke the devil back. Are you listening? And, and tell pain it has no right to, whatever it is, I'm not going to chase it all around. I remember we've had friends, you know, they go to the doctor and they got, you know, pain. And the doctors can't find out what it is. It's like, I tell them, it's just the devil poking you with a stick. Why do you keep on going down there, you know, hunting something to, a reason to attach it to? 
He carried your pain off. Why are you letting the devil bring it back in a bucket and dump it all over you? I got to move along before I get in trouble here. Amen. You do what you want to do. I'm not being facetious or mean in any way, shape, or form. But I'm going to tell you what. Great faith means that God's word is good enough. What God said, that's good enough. That is the end from the beginning. If it's calling things that, are, that be not as though they were, well, let them be here and now. They are. Period. Amen. If it's that way above, bless God, it's going to be that way here below. Jesus, if Jesus uh, uh, went to that whipping post and, them, and they ripped the hide off of his back until you could see his insides to heal me, bless God, I'm healed. You understand? That isn't, I'm not tromping over the top of the faith of the Son of God and calling that, and the blood of Jesus and calling that a nothing by letting somebody else with some kind of degree on their wall tell me that, you know, you're sick and you're going to die. He said, I'm healed and whole and I'm going to live. Anyhow, I'm not going to do that to Jesus now. I think more Jesus than I do any other voice in this world. Let every man and every devil be a liar. Be found a liar. But I'm telling you what, now this old boy here, he's true. The truth. The way. If you ever find out that he's the truth, you'll find out that knowing that truth is the way to the life. Hallelujah. You see me staring at you, Blondie? So I won't look at nobody else that think I'm preaching at them. You know I'm just preaching this between me and you. We believe this, don't we? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. <clears throat> well, the message says, break open your words. Let the light shine out. Let ordinary people see the meaning. Break open. the, the That's the message. The Passion Bible says, break open your word within me. Until revelation light shines out. See, that little outburst that I just had right there, that didn't come out of my head. That came out of, I've got a revelation down on the inside. And because God will do things that no one can deny, and it just had to know it was God. Yeah. And am I telling the truth, blonde woman on the back row? Stand up. <laughs> Somebody ought to say, I'm a witness. Amen. That's, listen, you can't talk me out of these kinds of things that God has talked to me from His Word by His Holy Ghost and totally talked me into it. I'm not going to be talked out of it. This Word saved us. This Word raised us. This Word has healed us. This Word has delivered us. This Word and our attachment and commitment to it. I'm none the less for it, honey. I'm way more because of this Word. And I'm not going to let it go now. I don't care what the popular stuff says. I don't care who do what. This old book right here, I'm going to crack it every time I get a chance. His words are wonderful to me. They are words of life to me. They infuse me with the power of God, which is to salvation. Amen? Be smarter than, you're, than you actually are. Be better than you actually are. I went down to load some hogs this morning all by myself. Uh, my help had distracted with some kind of project over and so and so. I didn't say nothing. I 
Got up this morning, spent my time with God, played a little guitar, got up and prayed on the way down and said, God, I need your help. If you, if you knew what my loading system was, you would say, boy, you sure enough need God's help. So I got down there and just, you know, did the short chores on the upper farm with the sheep, loaded my stuff in, had my little plan, put my corn and all that on the, on the proper side, fed the horses, got them distracted, and uh, uh, no more and got done that. And I hear the pigs, they were, they were all out. They were all out there in the pasture. And uh, uh, and here they come running. I'm running too. I'm hurrying. And you know what? Uh, uh, I had to load five of them, and four of the ones that I had to load came in first. I opened up the gate. Said, "Step right up, children." I closed the gate and got the corn and everything. They, you know, and uh, if one will go on, the rest of them. So got one on up in there. You don't argue with them. It's got to be their idea. Put the food. We all come to food. But anyway, uh, got them in there, and there was one, there was one uh, uh, regling back there or whatever, and it's just the easiest thing. I'm telling you what now, I just, you know, just had to, you know, uh, uh, shuffle things around and got a little opening. You know, it's just like I called her, and she come right out there, and she went right in on just, I mean, you know. I'll tell you what now, son, God can load some hogs. That may not mean nothing to you, but, you know. Who is mouths to feed and to check in the bank? They got to go. God will help you. God will make things run smooth for you. God, you are a prosperous man and woman because God is with you and he makes everything that you do run smoothly. Smooth like... Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.